episode uh 28 i'm here 28, with 28 dude yeah dude is that weekly it is every friday okay hell yeah so seven was that f- i was gonna do math for a second never mind we're not gonna do that well it was, I was, I was gonna 28 see weeks going deep seven months seven four months four dude. months four months is no right no no there's not seven <laughs> weeks in a month dude but i thought that at first too so uh that's why comedy is uh better than math i, I would say <laughs> seven months it's sick yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. I think you're the biggest guest we've had so far, Trevor Wallace. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Super excited for this. Uh, people always people always ask because they notice people have noticed that like you follow me on Instagram, which uh-huh. is like I was like, damn, like I figured you would just like unfollow me after like a couple months. You nah, know? I have too much respect for uh, co- comedians and comics to be like. And plus, that's something I already face enough. Is a lot of people just think I'm an asshole because I have like a following. Sure. So it's like the comedy scene is already so secluded in its own that it's like. Why would I give people a reason to already be like, oh, fuck that dude. He's an Instagram guy. He's a YouTube guy. Like, So, I mean, there's already a lot of people going against you. And I, I feel for comics, and I love you know comedians and all shit, and like working with them and doing shows and doing their podcasts and shit. So I'm not going to be like, yeah, thanks for the show. Unfollow. You know? Yeah. It's like I'll unfollow somebody from my hometown first before I follow <laughs> a comic, which is uh, – I think that's just common courtesy of the business. I feel that. Because we, we met at Gallagher's Pub in Gallagher's Pub, downtown man. Huntington Beach. Uh, I was on a. I wasn't on the show. You were on the show. I was on a Tinder date with a girl, and we went to Baja Sharkies. And oh, shit. so I was already sauced by the time we got over there. Right. I, I don't remember who was headlining, but we we showed up. I think you were featuring for whoever was headlining. Yeah, yeah. And we showed up, and the second we walk in, the girl is with. She's like, "Oh my god!" You were mm-hmm. on stage. She's like, "Oh my god, that's Trevor Wallace." And I was like, "Who, who the fuck is that?" Right. And didn't know who you were, and she was like. She's like, dude, like when you picked me up, I was watching his video like on YouTube. And she oh, pulled it shit. up and I was like, oh, fuck, That's like crazy. no way. And so I was like, oh, like, I got to impress this chick, right? So I'm already sauce. I walk up to you just like kicking it on the side. I was like, hey, dude, like what's up? And stuff. Yeah, and you kind of like, act like a cop. Bro. I was like, yo, is this dude like, kind of like, <laughs> what's going on here? Like what is going on, my brother? And I was like, what? <laughs> nah, nah. I was just like, I was, I was just drunk. That's it. Then, like, dude, then I got your phone number, we, we swapped phone numbers, and then put you on a show, but I like, walk over, and I was just like, uh, just held up the phone, I was like, fucking, that's his number right there, like, what's up? And I'm thinking, <laughs> I think I'm the only, only guy, hopefully, or actually, no, not hopefully, hopefully there's many more people that could say that you got me laid. Uh, I have got people laid before. For yeah. real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just through, like, comedy. Oh, dude, I got people, I got somebody laid and divorced. What? Yeah, so I met <laughs> This is a funny story, actually. It's <laughs> okay. full circle. It's the most full circle story I think I'll ever tell on any podcast. I was at Coachella because, obviously, and, um, <laughs> and I just, like, I look like the mascot of Coachella, right? I was at Coachella, and this, this girl and this guy come up to me, and we're at the beer gardens, and they're hammered. Like, oh, my God, like, we love your videos. Like, we... When we first started dating, we would always watch your videos, and, like, that brought us together. Like, we bonded over that during dating. I saw him at EDC, right? Or, no, Coachella. And uh, then I'm doing a show in Sacramento with Brent Pella. Do you know him? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm opening for Brent in Sacramento, and she comes out to the show because I posted about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, because she, she, she brought up the whole thing and I was at Coachella. I was like, I don't remember what you're talking about. Right. And then she's like, no, you, like, and she described it, and I had, like, this, like, flashback of like drunkness and I was like oh shit I do remember meeting you 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 and that dude I was like where's the dude she's like oh we got divorced and that was in the span of that was uh April to September so yeah they got divorced (laughs) between that time um yeah, which was hilarious, and then she went and hooked up with another comedian. I was, I was like, about to say, did you hook up with her? Because dude, been... that's what I thought. And then another comic just hooked up with her, and I was like, 
Wait, what? How do I? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you, is this like payback for you going through like divorce? Like, I know it's just expensive, but like, I get it. Um, so that brought people together. I don't know. I think that's crazy. If somebody can watch like a like if you if you if you're the reason somebody bangs, like that's sick, dude. That's next level compliment right there. It dude. is. I mean, like, I can only imagine. I mean, I would not to like brag, but like out of the fucking hundreds of millions, whatever. Now I'm just jerking myself off. Out of all the millions of views, somebody probably watched that video, turned the phone off, rolled over to the girl, made love, and just nutted. There's probably a child from my... <laughs> out, like, out of the millions, you gotta think there's one child. Yeah, there, 100%. At least one child. 100%. Which would be sick. What if it was like I had a kid per like 10 million? That'd be sick. Dude, what's, what, what's your most viewed video? The most viewed is the second Zoomies one I did, the Bryson one. That has 18 million. Shit. But uh, the hometown bro one is climbing up. To, that's like 16 million right now. So. Dude, I think the fun, the funniest one that I saw, because I'm not like flushing on it, but the funniest one I saw mm-hmm. was the, the dad, the dad on the vacation. Oh, vacation, yeah, vacation dad. He, 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 people sleep on him. That's, that's a fun one. You got merch on, on I that. I did do the merch. It just ended, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was one of those like lines. Like when I make these videos, I kind of just riff a bunch of shit and then I just trim it down. But um, that was one of the lines it was about fajitas and how much dad fucking dads go nuts for him. And that was just like the line that people like loved the most out of the video. So I just was like, let me just throw this on a shirt. So, so that was that was another question. I was yeah. So how do you like? Do you write these or you just kind of riff and then just edit through it? I'll write enough to get the video started. So I write like half the jokes or like half the lines. And then once I'm in like film zone, it's kind of just like your the brain, the mindset is on. So, right. Because I don't know. One thing I hated about like scripts is like they're like we're sticking to it, but you're like, oh, but you know, it'd be funny if we added this. And people are like, it's not in the script. Right. And I feel like my funniest takes whenever I'm doing other people's scripts and like projects is like when they're like, okay, do a few lines on the on the paper and then improvise like two or three takes. And the ones I improvise are always, like, the most fun to me. Right. And that's when people are like, oh, that was great. We'll use that. So I was like, I feel like, I feel like I'm funny when I kind of just riff sometimes. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like that's why some comics are, like, sought after for, for commercials and shit because of some oh, of the things dude, they do on the spot. Like, I, I, have you been on commercial? Not yet. Yeah, dude, it's, being, being a comic in a commercial room, it's like, you don't think, like, I don't know, like, you don't think, I'm, and, and I'm not even, like, that amazing of an actor but like just being in the room was everybody in there was like so tense and so nervous but it's like literally you're used to going up in rooms in front of seven people and the guy with an eye patch and you're like what the <laughs> fuck could go wrong so like you, it's just like so common especially when a, uh, an, an audition for a commercial is like there's either like no lines or it's like very free they're like oh just do that like it's so easy to riff then everybody else in the room is like so robotic and like oh, sorry can I take that back I got a commercial for Apple because I was literally just made the dude laugh. And everybody... And Hold I up, just one sec. All right, my bad. Fucking cut him off. Thought, thought I fucked up the mic, but I guess we're good. Um, we here. We're still doing it, man. Trevor Wallace, we're talking about commercials and shit. I swear, right. this is episode 28, not one, dude. I swear to God. You know, man? Hey. It, but that's the thing also is like, dude, fuck up as much stuff as you can and then just you'll figure it out. You know, the same thing with videos. I mean... I think all my early shit, a lot of my shit, like, dude, it's all trial and error, to be honest. Like, it's hard because we're in an era where everybody wants what they see now, but it's like, dude, so many of my beginning videos are so bad. Really? It's like every, every YouTuber, every person I know that makes content, like, has, like, a, a section of their life that, like, oh, yeah, I deleted those immediately when I started getting views just because they're, like, bad or whatever. It's like, 
so many videos just on private because it was just like I thought this was funny at one point. Like it's right. just like you just literally it's the same thing with like open mics. You just do you just throw so many premises out there and one sticks. It's the same thing with videos. The more you put out there and that's kinda of what's frustrating about the like traditional Hollywood way is like people spend like you know, fucking years on a, a passion project, whether it's a script or developing a script or whatever, and then if that doesn't hit, they're like legit depressed. And it's like, it sucks. And I mean, it's high. You know, it's like it, it pays off when it does work. But like, right? You fucking. It, I mean, if you, it's, yeah, it's just crazy. People put out one thing, and expect that it's like, well, why didn't that work? It's like it's kind of why I like the comedy mindset. It's like a lot of shit doesn't work, so you're just like, okay, on to the next. Right. So the same thing with videos. It's like, okay, that video didn't work. On to the next. So, I mean, obviously, it's not the traditional Hollywood way of just fucking using a, a camera and editing, you know, like on a flight or some shit. But, like, I, I don't know. I just found the, the system that worked for me. And I just, it, I don't know. I, I hate just, like, talking to people. Like, well, we're gonna. This is in the process. And I'm developing. And it's like, there's so much, like, future talk. I'm like, what are you doing today? What's going up tomorrow type right. shit. So, it's a lot of just, like, random... I don't, I don't like all that talk. Just, been working on this screenplay for three and a half years. Like, what, what the fuck? Anything I did three and a half years ago, I'm not proud of. Like, how are you still, right. like, stoked on a script from three years ago, you know? <laughs> I, I just, like, I, I get bored with shit, too. So I'm like, let me put this out. And that's kind of why I like making topical videos and not doing topical stand-up, because you can just burn it. It's like if something's right. trending, like the AirPods shit, it was like, it was a trend. Like, if I made an AirPods video now... No one would or, care. You, or if you wrote a short film about it, people would be like, and you just put it out today, they'd be like, fam, like, your time <laughs> passed. So that's why I like doing topical videos, because you can just, once you click post, it's up, it's done, it's you're out, you know? Right. It, I, and there's like literally nothing worse than somebody trying to do a callback at like a mic or a show. They're like, you guys remember like uh, nine, eight months ago when, uh, who was that guy? Uh, he did that thing, they have to like paint the picture, and it's just like, no, just fucking, I don't know. I, it's, Current I shit, I, dude. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not too big on topical stuff. You know, some some shit, it's, it's great if it's like day of or whatever, and or if you're in a different city and it and it fits for that town. But you know. do you edit your own videos? I do. I edit my own shit. I edit it. It's tedious as fuck, but I think it. Uh, it. I know exactly what I want and like how it to look. And I don't know. It's made me kind of respect it more. You know? Yeah, no, I think that's dope as fuck because there's a lot of people that uh, will just have videos out and stuff and someone else will do it and they're just like, yeah, fuck it, that's fine. Yeah, I think that's too weird. I like editing it because it's like... It's your shit, dude. Yeah, you're pushing it along the whole way. It's like you're building this car out of nothing and then you click send it either fucking explodes or it, you know, crashes or does well. But I don't know, I think there's something to be said about that. It's like... Obviously, if you're at, a, like, a crazy busy level where it's, like, you're, like, on the set of movies and doing shit. But right. But like, like, Jimmy Tatro or something. He's not, you know, probably editing his own shit or right. whatever, any of that stuff. But it's, like, I don't know. I just feel like, like, if... It's, like, you know when you see one of your favorite comics use, like, a set list? You're, like, oh, I fucking... I saw... I saw a fucking Superman walking, dude. Why wasn't he flying? Like, like I remember Nick Swartzen was, like, one of my favorite comics coming up. And I saw him at, the, like, the San Jose Improv, like... 10 years ago maybe no not 10 maybe like 6 and I was like just starting to do comedy and I saw him use the set list and I was like hurt I was like <laughs> I can see his superpowers you know but um, I see it the other way around uh, I hosted Comedy Juice at the Irvine Improv and Flex. Asif Ali okay. was headlining and he used the set list he was um, writing it in the green room before and he set it on the stool and I, do, I do that now too yeah I use set list too but it's like I was one of, it's like you know when you're taught a certain way and then somebody breaks the rules you're like oh my god 
Right. Just, that's like the big thing. It's like for like we're starting out comedy. It's like don't wear shorts. Don't have the microphone in front, but don't have the mic stand in front of you. Don't use a set list. Right. Like those right. are like like the fucking the the rules. You're like, yeah, I gotta do that. And then right. you see somebody break it. And you're like, well, you can do that. That's how I felt. So I don't know. It was weird. But um, yeah, I just think if you have the time to edit, which is hard because I starting to get less and less time but um, it makes you like appreciate it and you like once you know your own style it's like okay it's harder I'm gonna spend more time explaining to some dude like this oh is this I is want. what I want and then like giving notes and shit like I would feel like such an asshole be like oh, when are you gonna have that ready by did you have the notes <laughs> for my Instagram sketch going up tonight so I, I he's more appreciative about it and it's like I don't know I, I've met other YouTubers that don't edit their stuff and it's just like I don't know it depends. If they're busy, I get it. But if it's just like, ah, I still want to do it. It's like, damn, you just... Are there, straight. like, YouTube wars? Like, do you have, like, not, like, beef or anything, but, like, is there, like, competition between other YouTubers and oh, yourself? I'm, like, the heavy YouTube side, yeah, but I'm not really in it like that. I'm kind of more so just, like, the, uh... I kind of just upload. I'm not in, like, the community. Like, the, the traditional YouTubers are all, like, vlog and, like, personality-based. Right, right. And, like, it's very their life. But, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of more in just, like, the upload video side. So, I, I'm not, like... I, I, I mean, people say, are you, like, a YouTuber? It's like, I, I just post videos. I post right. videos, the same videos to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all that shit. YouTube happens to be one of the bigger ones. How many subs do you have on YouTube? Uh, like, 310,000. That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, man, so... When did that When did that kind of blow up and grow? Like, I'm sure, like, it was a grind, like, for a while. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of post shit for... A long ass time. Uh, I've been posting on there since like 2015, and then 2017 was the first time I saw like any bump in it. Okay. Which sucks because you're like I used to just you just you're literally just posting for like nobody. And but right. I think it's better to have a catalog of shit that way when something finally like blows up, it like uh, once it blows up they have like a catalog of shit to like see. Yeah, know? I feel that. So. Just to, just to preface where we are, we are outside of a bar right now that we just performed at. Uh, so now drunk people have joined us. That's gonna make it even funnier. So what's the like the craziest story that you have like on the road, dude? Uh, I have one that's uh, it's kind of on the road. It was like uh, it was like an hour north of. studying Now we're recording a podcast, bro. No, that's fine, you know. But just about right about now is where it's too much. Oh, is it still going? Yeah, it's still going, dude. It's still going, I thought baby. it was going to be funny. Here, dude. Uh, dude, probably this story right here, probably. That's probably <laughs> uh, But, yeah, we could, yeah, I don't know. What was I even talking about? You were talking about road story? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing stopping this right here, baby. This is... This is prime right here. Uh, probably when I was like first starting out in LA, I used to host this club. It was called JR's. Okay. In, have you heard of that? I haven't. It's in Valencia. And, uh, Shout out Six Flags. Yeah, right, literally right off the same exit. Oh, for sure. So it was literally right off the same exit. So uh, it was, it, they did stand there for like 18 years. And it was in the back of a Marie County. No way. Yeah. So I used to host that show every uh, Saturday. Just because for the stage time was dope. Right. Uh, for every Friday and Saturday, actually. Um, and I remember after one this dude during the show, uh, he yelled something out. I said something about a job, and he said some shit. I'm like, yo, I better keep that job. And I was like, what? 
Okay. <laughs> Planning on it, right? But uh, he had on a, you know those visors with the built-in hair? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those when you're sitting in the back at a bar by himself. And I said something, he was like, I don't think I need to take advice from a guy who can't even grow hair or some shit like that. And then he just, like, turned around, and then after the show, he walked up to me, and he just, like, uh, hit me, hit me right in the dick. Just, uh, he what? Just hit me in the dick, like a nut tap, just like, boom. This is after the show. And I was like, the fuck, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I was so shocked, like, he just did this in front of, it was like, after the show, lights were on, he just did that. And then I, like, walk outside to, like, follow him, and then he he just hops on his Vespa, and I was like, oh, I think I won this battle, because he's got a Vespa, you know? <laughs> I was like, at first, I was like, fuck this dude. I'm like, I didn't even know what I was going to do. I just had, like, angry white person syndrome, where you just hold your phone and pretend to call the cops, you know? So I just did that shit, and he just got in his chained-up Vespa, and it was chained up to a light post, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to let this one slide. So that was probably my craziest, like, road story. Have you ever been in a fight? Yeah, I've lost a lot. Really? I've been hit a lot. <laughs> Why? Well, because in college I would drink a lot and I would like mouth off just because I was like in a fraternity and like that's literally what you do. You fight with your words, you know? Sure. So I, I was just like, oh, I'm rolling deep for like 20 dudes. Ain't nobody fuck with us. And then they would just swing and I would just, I don't know. I would get hit a lot when I was like drunk. And then I'd just be like, yeah, I should like do something about this. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, not really fights. I'm not like too... I'm not too much of a fighter. Like, I mean, like, nobody looks at me and they're like, I'm going to throw down with that guy. Right. You know? I mean, people probably do, but like, who knows? You ever, you ever, some, do you get recognized in public? Yeah. Do you, does anybody like want to fight you? Anybody's boyfriend like ever want to fight you? Oh, no. Nobody knows that. No, people are usually pretty nice when they like come up to you. Sometimes they're just like, oh, I'll put a camera in your face. Dude, say something. And they're like, okay. Really? Yeah. I mean, it varies, but like nobody's ever like come up to me. Actually, one who like, came up to me, he was a Zoomies employee, actually. No, dude, and he was no just like, uh, he was just like, I don't fuck with the videos. Maybe I was like, alright. <laughs> and I was like, that's, yeah. well, that's up I mean, to you, you know? I'm sure more people come up and say nice shit than... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the people, I mean, okay. if they want to say dumb shit, they just go online and say it. Do you read the comments? I try not to, but sometimes you just get in like a loophole. I feel that. You know, you don't read like 30 great ones. You're like, this is fun. I should read these more. And then somebody's like... You fucking idiot! You okay, fucking okay. this is your career path. You call this guy? And I was like, just, yeah, I don't even know. It's just like it's just like fun. Just like where people just like go to the way and be like, I'm a fucking, I'm gonna just take out my stress on this guy. Right. You know, it's an interesting thing. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, because you don't think about people reading the comments that often, but like, it'd be funny. Do you have a burner account? No, I don't. I don't have a. Uh, you just have your okay. one account. Okay. Okay. Depends, so it's dog. Yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I just, I just, uh, I just have one, one account, or I, yeah, I'm not gonna like getting internet comments back with people. It's just like wasting time, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Internet comments are just funny. Cause I feel like people comment on the internet like they're in a forest, just yelling, not expecting anybody to hear it. But a lot of right. A lot of celebrities see all that shit. You know, and I'm not saying I'm not like a celebrity or anything, but anybody with followers, a lot of times they like post like nobody's gonna see it. Right. But a lot of times it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, those people are saying that shit. Yeah. No, because it's tell like people, people like Google their names and shit. People search their names on Twitter. Just yeah. All right. So did you start up stand up before you did uh, the videos? Yeah, uh, I started stand up at 17. First time I. Oh shit. Yeah, first time I ever did stand up was 17. But, uh, you know, it took some time off before I went to college. But the first time I did was, like, 17. Did it a few times. It's, like, a few mics. And then there was, like, this, like, showcase spot that was, like, 
if you took like a comedy class at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Have you ever okay. been there? No, I have not, like but I've, I've seen far, I've seen yeah. your posts and stuff. Yeah, so it was like my hometown club. It's like you take this class, and then at the end, it's like a showcase. Very like, you know, just straightforward. It's like you learn how to like write jokes and shit, and then you just uh, get a performer. I did that, and I was like, and after the performance, like five minutes, I like blacked out on stage, but like. I remember that first like wave of laughs and I was like, yo, what the fuck? This is sick. Like, yeah. this is the first time I've been good at something. Like, honestly, yeah. you know? And uh, I just remember feeling that like adrenaline. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I don't know. It was like a very like movie moment I felt like for me. I was like, oh, I feel like this is something I'm meant to do. So you didn't bomb on stage your first time? No, but also it's it was like set up not to bomb. It was like a student showcase. Oh, like, okay. It's yeah, yeah, family. Yeah. It's because it was me and like five other comics in the class and like, it was, I mean, dude, it's like seeing, like, a fucking third grader's play. Like, nobody's going to be like, oh, this guy fucking blew his line. The cherry tomato on the back fucking flubbed the line, you know? <laughs> uh, so it was, like, impossible. It was, like, the setup to bomb wasn't there. And then I think I, like, so I did that class, and then I went off to college, and then I would come home and do guest sets at the club. Sure. But I wasn't, like, working on a tight five. I would write that five minutes, like, the night before. So right. I was just using that stage as, like, an open mic when I'd come home. And a lot of shit I would talk about would just be random as fuck or whatever. Or I'd write it that day and, yeah, I, did. I don't know. I was always like, this is going to be fire. And I think some shit hit, some shit didn't, but just the thought of me getting up was dope. And then I was doing open mics my junior and senior year of uh, college. Where did you go to school? San Jose State. Oh, shit. So, yeah. What are they, the Spartans? Spartans, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking yeah. dope. What yeah. frat were you in? Delta Upsilon. Did you got any crazy frat stories, bro? <laughs> Uh, fuck, man. There's a shit ton. All consensual. All consensual. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. The stories are more so just, like, dumb shit. It's just, like, it's, like, me and, like, there's, like, other, like, four or five guys that would just hang out, like, every day. And, like, we just all became, like, super close bros. And, like, we would just do a bunch of shit together. Like, go to Mammoth, go to Reno, go to other colleges, like, Berkeley. We'd go to Berkeley because oh, we had shit. a chapter there. So, like, we could party at their house, you know? So, we would just, like, do, like, just a bunch of, like, crazy trips together. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of, like, drinking. Sort of, some of, like, the most fun would just be, like, when everybody's just hammered at the frat at, like, 4 a.m. And it's just, like, just the people that live there. It's not, like, it, like it, it's just, like, bros being fucking idiots. Right. Like, just, like, <laughs> we just, we fuck with a lot of people. Like, <laughs> I remember this one kid. Uh, we put a, uh, like, you know those giant gray uh, trash cans by the like, yeah. Home Depot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We filled it up with water, and we just leaned it on his door, and we, like, banged on his door. <laughs> and so when he opened it, it just came flooding in. And at the time, like, I was like, dude, that's so fucked up. Like, we just, like, fucked a lot of water, dude. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was the worst thing you could do. It's the most fucked up thing. But just, like, the, the pranks around the house were really fun. Icing people was just, like... It's like it was like always fun. It was just like a fucking frat gymnasium, which was just uh, so much fun. And it was it was a big house. It like held like there was like twenty four rooms, and it, I think it held, the house held like forty eight people. So it was just like forty eight fucking masculine dumbass bros. <laughs> it was just like guys who would just like just work out and drink, and just just when you put those two together, it's just just fucking too much testosterone in one. But the frat days were fun as fuck, man. That shit was. Like, so much fun time. Was there any like initiation or hazing? Yeah, we, we had shit like that. Uh, the fraternity I joined was like quote unquote like on brand as like non hazing. Sure, that's their thing. But like, 
obviously right yeah it's like fucking signing the terms and conditioning you're just like yeah yeah, yeah we don't haze uh, our initiation was like weird they locked us in the house for like a week that was it but like you're up like all like like you don't sleep and like they like black out the windows so you don't know what time it is and they'd just be like Trevor go to class like they'd have your class schedule and shit and you'd just be cleaning for like seven days straight type shit and uh You'd just be like, you'd be like hallucinating. You're so tired, and then they'd like watch you into your classroom if you're sleeping. Like, it, it's a whole fucking thing. It was more so mental. It was very like survivors. Like they turn you against your bros. And right. then I saw the other side of it once I was like initiated, and they just make all this shit up. They're like, oh, fucking Alexander wasn't in class today, so we had to drop him. But then they just hide Alexander in a room while they say that, uh. and then they like say something else, and they just like literally, they're just like. They're just like reality TV producers, like the people in the frat. They're just stirring up beef, and they like just they make people fuck up on perp. Like it's it's a whole thing, but but it's all mental. But it's like cool because afterwards you come out of it, you're like yeah, like that fucking that week after getting initiated or whatever in the frat, like you're like so like like all this like fake pride for your frat. You're like I fucking <laughs> love you guys, dude. I'm gonna get this branded on my chest. Did you see the? Uh I forget where it was, but the initiation, hazing, whatever, they, like, cut a watermelon in half, and, like, um, all the dudes had to, like, fuck the watermelon, and they, like, came in the watermelon, and the last wow. guy had to eat the fucking watermelon. I've heard of that, not with a watermelon. I've heard about it like, with, with a toast, with a piece of toast. What? It's, well, well, like, they just jerk off onto on the toast? On a piece of toast, the last person that comes on the toast has to eat it. That's fucking Watermelon's kind of dope. Like, <laughs> out of all the things, out of all the fruits... Cause it's like, bro, fuck a watermelon, fucking apples. Like, which one are you doing? I'm going watermelon all day. At least it's soft and the I'd spot. be fucking pumped if I was the first guy that got to fuck the watermelon. I'd be like, dog, like, <laughs> fucking happy birthday to me. Like, out of all the fruits, that's like the biggest and the softest. That's, yo, that, that ain't too bad. But yeah, now nah, we there was no like such shit like that that we had to do. Like a lot of like movies and like some people in the south, their hazing is crazy. It's like straight up just like people die. Oh yeah, it's well that not even that. It's just like straight up like the, the shit we would do have like a purpose because like oh build brotherhood, you know. Sure. You're locked together with these people for seven, you know, like seven days. You're gonna become a, you know brotherhood. But like the people in the south are just like all right, you're on your own. Uh, you're blacked out. I'm nine four locos. Find your way home by yourself. You're like, what does this have to do with the fret? <laughs> like I'm just fucking out here just being goddamn MacGyver in this bitch. Who's the uh, who's your like comedic inspiration? Uh, or or I, just... I think it comes in waves of like stages. Like when I first started out, like uh, I remember I remember watching uh, the first like comedy special I ever watched was Robin Williams because my parents had it on DVD nice. and they told me like you're not allowed to watch this. You're too young. So sure. obviously fucking watch. You watched it. <laughs> yeah, and he, I remember I can't remember the name of it, but he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt and he had a, a headset on and he was just going through water bottle after water bottle. I think he was coked out, but like I just remember watching it being like. Cause I used to love Mrs. Doubtfire too. Like, dude. He's, I mean, he, he was like my first comedic inspiration, really. And then uh, uh, I really got into stand up. Nick Swartzman was like very early on, like one of my favorites. His special seriously farted. I was like, this. I mean, it kind of came out at like like a perfect age for me. I think I was like seriously farted. Was probably like I was probably like sixteen when I saw it. Right. Maybe like right right as I was really getting into stand up, and it was just very broy. It was just like I was like, this is the dude, you know. <laughs> He seemed like just like like a dope dude, so I was right. just like pumped on that. Uh, and then like as I got more into it, it's always been like Chappelle and guys like that. Um, but I think like uh, I think I, I like a lot of comics. I don't like to like just one because then it's like I don't know. I used to always listen to Bill Burr's podcast when I used to commute to work, like when I first moved here. Right. And then I would like find myself writing like him. I'd like be angry. I was like, no, this is not you. Yeah. So uh, it was hard to like not be like that, but like. 
guys right now that I love are just like, you know, it's like Theo Vaughn is fucking dude, Theo, hysterical, dude. you know, it's, um, you know, Dalia's great and all that stuff. Um, Have you performed with these guys yet? I've performed with Theo, I think, at, twice. What, at the improv? Uh, in Oxnard one time so that I messaged him on Twitter one day because we like follow each other and I was just like dude can I like do a guest set that's my hometown club and he was just like yeah come by and then uh, uh, oh another dude I got to work with Andrew Schultz he's a fucking man oh dude that is. yeah so same thing uh, we have mutual friends and then I was uh, he was in the area and I was like I think I hit him up for a guest set and he's like even better we need a host can I, I got you for two shows boom and then I drove down from LA with, or from LA to that club, which is like an hour and a half. Yeah. And it was just like a podcast, you know. But like, it was dope to hear somebody at his level just dropping gem after gem, just being like, "Oh, this is what I did. This is what you should do." And it was like the best knowledge ever, right. you know? Because it's like you, you can't find that information anywhere. And it's like, as much as you'd want to go up to the Joe Rogans of the fucking comedy store, be like, "How did you get where you are today?" Right. Like just having a conversation with these people, like that, that vital information kind of just comes out. So. It's kind of just like dope just to work with like some of those two guys. I'd say like Andrew Schultz and Andrew Santino, Theo Vaughn, um, you know, guys like that right now are just like they're doing it. You know, right? They're they're they're. I, it's dope because I kind of feel like they're the big brothers of it, and it's like I see the path that they took, and it's like very plausible for to to do the same thing they did, and kind of right. just like it. I love hearing them talk about their stories about doing like these shitty shows and rooms right. and these little mini tours and like. Like, I just did this one. It's called the Laughlin Run. Have you heard of that? I haven't. So it, it's 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 a few gigs, and it ends up in Laughlin, Nevada, and it's just, it's, like, rough. But it's, like, very notoriously known in the comedy scene. And I was listening to Santino's podcast, and he's like, yeah, I was, I was a young comic coming up, and I did the Laughlin Run. And I was like, oh, I fucking, I did that, you know? Yeah. So I felt like, I was like, oh, shit, you know? It felt like we went to the same gym or some shit like right. that. You know? Right, I was right, like, right. It's, it's, it's like watching... It's like being a freshman on the football team and watching the seniors like talk about what they did. You know, it's, right. it's you just see yourself like being like, "Oh, cool." There's, that's the same route. You know, I'm doing something right. Right. Is there any gig that you'll say no to? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but also no. I don't know if it's easy. Like, if it's, yeah, no, I don't know, man. Because honestly, uh, I sometimes I just fucking hate the open mic scene. It's right. just like so depressing. It's like, and sometimes it's like you don't even get up. It's like you're there for three hours and don't get up. So that shit drives me crazy. So if it's somewhere like, hey, you want to do 25 minutes at my bar, it's an hour and a half away. I'm like, okay, cool. I can do 10 new minutes. Right. I can do 15. I can do five new minutes. Whatever the fuck. So I just use gigs like this as more so an opportunity as like an open mic. Right. So, yeah. Try new shit. Yeah, man. And also, like, if I have the night off, yeah. Like, I don't. That's what's dope about coming from a stand up background and not a video background is like, it's like, yeah, why the fuck wouldn't I? And then people right. like, why are you doing this gig? It's like, I don't know, get my reps up, you know? Like, yeah. Because that's another thing. If I if I go too heavy on videos for like two weeks or whatever, I feel my stand-up slacking. But if I go too too heavy in stand-up for two weeks, I feel my video slacking. So it's like, I'm always trying to find a balance, but trying to find a balance in a way is a balance. Which I feel is kind that. Which fucked up. But it's like, ideally, I want to be like, one day, you know, all video, one day I'll stand up, one day I'll video, I'll, you know, like alternate, but it's like, it doesn't really work that way. Because like, I'll shoot, I'll write a video, I'll shoot it, I'll edit it, I'll post it, that's like a three-day process. Okay. And then I'll be like, okay, I got gigs Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then that's all I do. And it's like, oh, fuck, I need to shoot a video for next week. So it's like, in a sense, I'm balancing it out while trying to balance it out. How often do you – so are you always writing? Like when you're writing for, for stand-up, you're like, oh, shit, that would be funny as a sketch and like vice yeah, versa? Yeah, I kind of decide 
uh, I don't know, but I like I feel like it's very very clear to me now. I'll be like, this is a stand-up bit. This is like this is a stand-up premise. This is a video premise. It's like I don't know. I just kind of like section of my brain to think like that, I guess. But also, it's hard because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I should shoot a video, and then I'll go through my stand-up bits or stand-up ideas and be like, could any of these be a video? Right. You know. But um. So yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I I don't even know how I think to be honest. I just like write shit down. I always record my. My way of writing is, uh, I know a lot of conversations too, is the voice recorder app. Yeah. If I'm just like driving, I'll just like start riffing and talking. Because like sometimes when I just like blurt some shit out, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have written, written that if right. I were to sit down and write this bit. But I don't know. Um, I, I, I think uh, uh, ideally I do want to write more because I think, um, you know, stand-up is so, stand-up is so much harder to keep sharp than videos are. You know, your videos, you put out a video like, to a month on like YouTube people are like yeah he's still active it's like right. if you do two spots in a month for stand up it's like fuck it's like rusty it's like I've never taken more than a week off of stand up I think I went seven days once and I was like yo fuck this you know? <laughs> yeah. so it's no matter what I'm doing it's like I always am trying to make sure that videos don't overpass stand up right because like I love stand up you know just as much if not more so. What are that leads into the next question? What are like your goals? Like, what is your like dream goal with kinda, what you're doing, man? Kind of what I'm doing now, but on like an elevated level. I think like an I, I I don't know if it's a dream goal or an ideal setup. Like, I think an ideal setup for me would be like during the weeks I'm filming in the daytime, uh, doing spots around town at night, and then on the weekends I'm on the road. Okay, like, but to get to that, you need to set goals. You know, it's like. I would love to just make videos with my friends, but also audition for some shit. Also, the more people you meet and shoot with, like the better productions you get on this and that. So if I could shoot, like that's what a lot of the comedy store guys do. Like all the, like Santino and them, they, they just fucking, you know, they, they, they film their show they're on currently in the day. Then at night they do their spots, they hang out with their friends, do some time and then do some on the weekend. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of just like, that's like, I just want to stay busy really. I feel that. Would you want to transition into, like, movies and shit? Yeah, I mean, if it comes about, I, I, I think it's, like, uh, I think every comic would, you Right. Know? I think what makes you a comic is if you go back to stand-up after, you know? It's, like, if you leave set and then go to a spot. But sometimes people use stand-up almost as a platform to get that movie. And then once they're handed that movie opportunity, it's, like, okay, are they too good for the stand-up world or do they come back? Right. So I think that's always, like, the biggest sign. It's, like, when somebody lands some big shit, it's, like, are you too big time now or... Are you down to do five minutes on my show in Burbank? You know. Yeah, I think that's the dopest part about like Chris Rock and like Martin Lawrence and and shit like that is that they still do stand up. Oh yeah. Even though fucking multi Adam Sandler's on stand up tour. I I mean, have you seen his new special? I didn't watch it yet, but I know Mm -hmm. that he like plays songs and that he does stand up and he does like other things. Yeah, I mean, he he was popping in up at like the Hollywood Lab a lot, just just gearing up for it. I think it's like if you just come up performing, it's like it's just a natural instinct to always want to perform it's like in you you know it's like you spend right. so many years doing it it's like a relationship you spend so many years with that thing and then you just stop doing it right it's like hard you know but I mean the biggest thing what's hard what's gotta be hard for somebody like Rock or something is like or Kevin it's like I love how I just said Kevin on the first name basis <laughs> Kevin Hart uh, for those you're not familiar like I know him no uh, it's like they get that itch to go on stage but they're like what material do I have Right. And then if they go on stage, everybody's going to be like, this is about to be fucking hilarious. And he's like, yo, I'm riffing all new shit right now. Right, you right. Know? Like, that's that's what's, like, crazy for, like, how does Kevin Hart work out new shit? 
But what he does is he hits up flappers and he says like, hey, brand this show is Kevin Hart doing new material. That's literally a weekend he did in Burbank. He said, Kevin Hart doing new material. Which so it's equal to expectations aren't like super oh, duper yeah. high. But it's also like so funny to me that he can just be like, hey, how do I get a sold out open mic? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, you're going to win. It's Kevin Hart. He's playing to his audience. Like nobody's at that show being like, who's the headliner? So it's interesting to build material when you're playing straight to people who love you. So, I feel that. But, uh, but dude, if you got, I mean, what is he going to fucking walk into an open mic and be like, uh, let me just run these five minutes. Pretend I'm not Kevin Hart. Pretend, judge me like you were just judging the last comedian talking about uh, fucking cactuses or whatever the fuck. <laughs> you know, like, judge me as like I'm not a famous comedian. So for Kevin Hart to like, you know, they got to work out this, this shit somewhere, which is hard. You know, right. Right on stage. But it's like. I, that, that, that's got to be a tricky part. You that's know? kind of the purpose of the comedy store, though. The con- yeah, the comedy store is great, exactly. But in, and that's good because you, you're doing it in increments of fifteen, you right? Know? But it's also like if you're like, I'm trying to build this new hour. It's like, okay, you throw in your new material here and there. You, so building an hour is like insane. So some of these like Netflix celebrity dudes that come out, it's like do an hour that have been like in like movies and shit and haven't been like hitting it hard. It's like. You feel it, you know. <laughs> you know, like, I love this guy as a person, but uh, I don't know about an hour of him, you know. So you just, you just, you just got back from Nashville, right? You were headlining some sold-out yeah, shows. Zanies, Zanies out there. Uh, that was fun as fuck. That club's great. Nashville's a dope city in general. The food's good. The people are fucking chill out there. Super. It was, it was, it was dope. Like, you know, how, like everybody out here is like trying to be an actor, or whatever the fuck. Like yeah. everybody in Nashville is trying to be a country singer, which is hilarious. So <laughs> like, we went to this one bar, and it felt very Hollywood, like. I was at a urinal and two dudes next to me were like, yo, bro, you come to my show on Friday? It just sounded like L.A. He's like, yeah, I'm playing, I'm doing warm-up for the Country Music Awards or whatever. Like, it was very, like, Hollywood feel, but with that, like, a fucking piece of straw in their mouth. Like, it was very, very <laughs> southern. So, it was, like, dope to see um, that same hustle and ambition in a city that wasn't L.A. But the food out there is great, and uh, shows were super fun. So, that was, that was a fucking great time, man. Do you... Stand outside after the show and meet everybody. I take pictures, yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah, might as well. You know, it's like it's also you lock down a fan. It's like, yeah, that's for life. It's like, oh, how was the show? It was dope. We got a picture. Super nice guy. Yeah. Just how was the show? Yeah, it was cool. You know, it's like if you're if you like put yourself in a position that you're like better than somebody, like why would they come out to see a second show? Right. Unless you're like already know, like Delia doesn't have to take pictures. No, no, no. But I'm at the point now where I'm just like. Legit, thank you for coming out. Like, I appreciate that. Like, right. People say that they like, drove like eight hours, and I'm like, this is fucking nuts. People Dude. have taken flights to get to my shows. And I was like, that is insane to me. So, to, for me to be like, oh, you flew here? Yeah, I appreciate that. I'll fucking like your tweet. You want me to take a picture? I, I, could, I couldn't see myself like saying no. Um, so, I always take pictures, and it's just like, it's kind of cool to see how excited people get. And, yeah, that's dope. You know, so. What do you do? So you said you were there like alone. Like, what did you do out there? Yeah, man. Well, uh, what are they? I, my biggest thing around. when I go to a big city or a new city and all is just try to go to their local food spots. See, I like I like just dipping my toe in people's uh, in a city's like uh, their scene, whether it's their nightlife or their stand or their their, uh, their food. So I always like try to go to like the most local spot, not like a Yelp type shit. I like sure. ask the people around and be like, Yelp says this is the tourist spot, but where's like the good shit? So. Right. Uh, it's a great food in Nashville. It's like some fucking fire ass ribs out there. It's pretty tasty. Uh, got food, and then the next day I kind of just roamed around, checked out some like record shops and like some guitar places out there. I'm not really big on music like that, but like if you're in Nashville, I was like, sure, I'll go look at some of this yeah. shit. So it was also uh, humid as shit. So I was like, I'm gonna stay inside a lot, but 
just got some food, did the show, went out with like the manager of the comedy club and and some other uh, employees, and they showed me, you know, some cool local bars. So. That's dope. Do you do you do you ever film anything alone? Because I know that when you did that Trader Joe's video, because I'm in the oh, I yeah, work I at Trader Joe's. Oh, do you really? And I'm in this like meme group. It's got like fifty thousand people in it, and uh-huh. someone shared one of your videos, and I'm that's sure. how I saw it. It's yeah. the one where the Trader Joe's face thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. You said I think I texted you about it, and you said, "Yeah, you were just walking around, and then you just whipped out your phone and thought it would be funny, and it was." Yeah, so. I mean, once you 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 put down like the the self confidence, you're just like, dude, I'm just fuck these people, whatever they think of me filming is, you know. Uh, once you just let down that guard, you, I mean, it's, once you just start filming, it's like you're just in like the zone, or at least me. I'll just be like, all right, let me just go crank this out. Uh, yeah, the all the dad videos I shot by myself so. in that hotel room. Yeah, the hotel room. So I did that one at Pachanga because I was doing a weekend at uh, the fuck? Temecula, Pachanga. I was there all weekend, and it's like, you know, you have five shows or whatever, but it's like a, a, in the daytime, you're just chilling. Yeah. So I brought my camera shit with that in mind, and then I just filmed all the stuff myself, and then I edited it, and then posted it by the time I left on Monday morning. For real. That's just how I take up time, you know? But that video did well, and it formed a new character. I killed time. And I didn't just, like, you know, sit there just fucking watching useless TV. So I was like, hey, being productive. Do you have any, do you have any videos that have flopped? Oh, yeah. Like recently? Mm, I don't know. It's hard to say. Because uh, even if a video flops for me right now, it still does enough views for me to be like, cool. Right. If it right, does, like, over 100,000 views, I'm like, all right. Yeah. But it's hard to put it in perspective when some shit does like millions, but um, I don't know. Right now, I'm kind of just sticking to the formula of like what characters and what type of videos work. So I haven't taken... Like the last video I'd say that really flops, I tried to do a musical parody, like a music video parody, which were like really big on YouTube like maybe like three or four years ago, and it just didn't hit, and I was like, lesson learned. Right, so, right. But you got to try it to know you're not good at it, so that's kind of, I guess, the golden rule of thumb is like, well, if you never tried a musical... And that's that's the hard part about fucking doing videos is like at some point when you gotta start putting out like comedy quote unquote videos, your friends back home are just like okay, these 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 doing them you know yeah I I used to I wouldn't even share my own videos when I was like first posting them on like Facebook in like 2015 I'd be like oh god I just don't want people to be like, are you you doing like video you know just want to face all those dumbass questions so I just like kept posting them and now it's like I don't even think about that shit but um yeah I I, I think. If a video flops or a fucking joke flops, a tweet flops, whatever. I mean, all that shit. You just be like, all right, you just keep going. That's nuts. So what what up, upcoming like headlining shows do you have on the road? Um, blah, blah, blah. Is podcast? You are doing a podcast. Yeah. Oh, the next one is. It's a fucking applause break right there, man. Yeah. Are you uh, doing a podcast? Yeah, you are doing a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 is that what the mic is? Uh, I got some. Shit I, I pointed like I thought I was. I, I did a slight point. I thought he was oh, going to catch right. the drift. Oh and then yeah, he's like, the, no. the ambiance of this podcast. Uh, shout out to anybody still listening. You know, yeah, dude, we got like, we got it all, man. Recording right now in a Chuck E. Cheese bathroom. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I got Boston coming up in August. I'm going to San Diego next week for some shows. Uh, June and July are pretty chill. They're mainly in LA gigs, so I'm Fuck happy yeah, about dude. that because I was traveling a lot these past couple of months. But then I got August, uh, I got Edmonton in Canada, then oh, Minnesota, shit. September's Boston, and kind of starting to book shit out. So 
Um, yeah, I, I usually update all that stuff on TrevorWallaceComedy.com for tickets. Other than that, I oh, it's San Jose Improv. I'm fucking pumped on that one. That's oh, like, with Chappelle. Yeah, Chappelle Lacey, yeah. Bitch-ass Chappelle. I love that movie. Bitch-ass Chappelle. Uh, yeah, June 20th. That's the next like big one for me. That's in San Jose. And that's where I went to college. So oh, it's home, gonna hometown, be, homecoming. Yeah, it's dope because it's like it's a fucking amazing. Have you ever been to that club or anything? I have not. not, it? not it's this. an amazing club, but it also means... Everybody I've ever met in San Jose is like, yo, what's going with them tickets, dog? And I was like, yo, I'm losing money, dog. And they're like, yeah, but one time we shared like a shot of like tequila. And I was like, God damn it, yes, here. So uh, it'll be fun as fuck. That's it. it's such a fun club. I'm I'm like stoked as fuck for that one. So you know, just getting ready for that. Got a few weeks left. Just tighten up that 45 and just hit them with it. That's fucking dope, dude. Any any last parting words or anything you want to shout out or anything you want to say? No, man, I'm, I'm pretty happy, uh, you know, if you listen to, to this much, shout out to you. Yeah, dude, honestly, you know? if you're still listening at this point, we fucking love you, dude. Yeah, but that's it, I'll fucking fist bump the mic for you. <laughs> I just fist bumped the mic, so that's a mental uh, mental love lock right there. But yeah, man, Trevor Wallace, just Google it and you'll, you might see some shit, <laughs> who knows. But Thanks for doing the podcast, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for having it. me, dude.